I'm recording. So this is episode, do you know what number this is, Nick? I think 23. Right you are. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And we're on air and we're doing it a bit different. We're like, we're just doing audio now and we're not even, we're doing it live. Like we're not really editing it in post, but we're not uploading live via YouTube just so we can add an audio um audiograph thing a little special effect that we like with our logo on there it so go. it goes up realistically this episode goes up like usually the day after we record it so if you listen we don't keep uh, any secrets here on the Lee and nick podcast no. we tell you everything how, fully how's the magic fully transparent it has to be open source that's how we grow as a team because the team is bigger Completely. than me and you the team is the human family yeah You've got collective written on your shirt there, so maybe it's something to do with the collective. But at the same time, we're not communists. We don't want communism. We And I, I don't have any of the answers. I realise, Lee, I'm very stupid. Like, I do not know many things. I'm very limited, but I just think that sometimes I can just recognise what I think is a cool idea sometimes. Well, as long as you have questions, right? If you have questions, yeah. there's room for growth. If you think you know everything, um, good luck to you. You know, yeah, that's how I'd see it. That's it, because it feels like there's so much, uh, so much stuff to learn. And um, my, my, the thing that I'm wondering today now, and maybe this is the theme um, with the fact that you you're now in, we're now in the same city yet we've decided to just like, instead of trying to figure out how to do the podcast in the same place, this was like a thing that came up. We were just like, like we're just, we're just going to do it. Like you're in Melbourne or like wherever the hell you are, it doesn't matter where you are. We can just come to this space and do it. So my question to you is what, uh, what is this space and what is, has our reality been upgraded or maybe has our reality was upgraded a while ago and now we're just coming to terms with it? Like, do you get, do you understand mm. what I'm asking you? Yeah, I think it's a really good question, but this is a space and it's convenient to me. We are probably a seven minute drive from each other right now. Yeah. We've chosen to meet here in the cyberspace rather than um, in the physical space in with our vessels, our bodies um this is neither good nor bad this is a uh just a new change um in a way that we're doing things what is so incredible about technology is we have access to so much instantly and we can see it before our eyes i would um i would say that we have so much access to information without needing technology uh whether you want to go down the road of telepathy or being psychic and just using natural human gifts that we all have but maybe some of us have them but they're dormant um but what with technology is like a lower bar for entry because you know you can just see so much before your eyes in front of you on a screen at the click of a button you can do so much especially if you're more skilled at technology so you know we get to have this interaction as a result of this technology and we find that it's very fluid very simple occasionally our internet cuts out occasionally our mics cut out which is probably one of the few things that stops us from having a very professional setup at this point maybe we both need to get better internet connections but we are in this new place and we can meet up with these avatars that we have so it's like the physical world but there is there is a difference you know like it's just me in this room i'm not dealing as much with nick on the other end like his energy i am 
like telecommunicatively through the screen, but it is a different feeling. And um, I guess it means you have more of your own personal space. And I can see why, because people are quite sensitive. Um, I think right now, especially because there's so much change, the winds of change are happening. Um, people are probably enjoying this um, seclusion because uh, they're able to get a better grips on themselves. So while I do still feel that nothing else beats the, you know, physical connection that you can have with someone like I being in the same room, feeling their energy, their entirety, um, being able to touch, you know, I think some of these things aren't really replaceable per se with cyber antics, but um, you know, this certainly is a, uh, a gift that we have to be able to meet in this space every week and it will change friendships. It will change interactions. Um, whether it's for the better, it, you know, there's, there's duality to that. There's no yes or no right or wrong, good or bad. Uh, it's how we use technology. And this is kind of like a perpetual loop. Wouldn't you say that we always kind of come to like, I feel like you and I are always trying to dissect how human beings are using technology. Are we using it effectively? Are we using it? I guess the key question is, are we using it in a way that is aiding our evolution as a planet? How do you feel about that? Or do you feel that that is pretty, I feel that's pretty dualistic. Like there's ways that we're evolving and there's ways that maybe we're getting stuck, but either way, I feel like we're growing through this process of exponentially unraveling technology. What do you reckon? Yeah. Ultimately it's like a philosophical, philosophical question, I think. And like, it's, it's got to do with a lot. Like it's like a cultural thing as well, I think. And, um, I don't think like, it's not, like for the most part I view most technology or like even that's a very um, broad word and um, it's very possibly um, easy to misunderstand the like point I'm trying to make when I'm just using technology the word technology because uh, you could also say that hammer is technology you know um, that's right and, you know you could use the hammer to kill someone or you could use it to build a house um, and then we're sort of saying is is a hammer a good or a bad thing it's kind of like it's just it just like you were saying it just is it's just a tool and um, yeah it's like I think the what you're sort of referring to is like, in my understanding is there's a lot of new trends sort of that have come around sort of like the work from home or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, basically reorganizing the way we sort of like spend our time in our vehicles. You've, you've brought that up. Oh, that's a heaven's gate reference. I've been super into their law. Um, but I think ultimately, yeah, the, the, the point is, is um, the thing that it comes back to. So we, do, we have all this technology, like we're calling it technology, like, uh, but um, what it comes down to is I think um, most of us have become more lonely, more sad, more separated. Yet um, these tools and these devices that we have have never um, brought us more closely together. So that's, that's my, like, my, my response is a paradox. It is, mm. uh, it is, uh, basically now that we, we have more, um, more, more connected. It's almost like we've become, um, more, more afraid. That's, that's what I, um, that's what I kind of feel, which is kind of like sad, but Hey, maybe that's something we can realize and maybe we can think about, well, how can we use this to, um, to take, 
to take back more control. And that's what basically I'm most interested in the use of technology for, for me to be a sovereign being, for me to be in control and it not controlling me. And that's um, essentially what I am, uh, what, what, what the topics I find most interesting about. That's the perspective of technology I'm most interested in. Um, what is that? Something that empowers me. What does technology empowering you look like to you? It's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, it's, that's a very good question. And for me, it's like, uh, well, ultimately it makes me live my best life. Right. But, uh, maybe the whole thing that we're talking about is a distraction because, um, maybe, two, 300 years ago, mate, with, with, when people didn't have all these devices and all these tools and or access to all this, maybe in some ways, maybe they lived a better quality of life. Maybe they were more connected with the people around them. Um, maybe now that we are so connected with so many people, um, but we lack in depth and possibly lacking empathy. Do you feel that you uh like those boxes apply to you or do you feel yeah that... definitely because i feel a bit different to you because i still spend a lot of time around people even though i use technology a lot uh, i'm sure you do as well um but i do feel like i have very genuine deep emotional connections with people that i see every day and i prioritize those connections over i guess interweb cyber friends um mm. this this is like kind of the exception um where i use this technology uh to connect with you when we live in different cities but i also connect with family every once in a while on the other side of the world but um yeah i guess i have a value for i know what it's like having those interdependent friendships uh with people where you know you grow together through the time you spend and they are very invaluable they're very priceless um, there's something you can connect with someone through a screen. You definitely can, but there is some exchange and it's, it's different. And I don't know if it's just me, but nothing quite feels as good as being with someone and exchanging en energy, especially if we're talking about like an intimate level, like with pheromones, like on a sexual level, like there's just, that cannot be replaced through the internet through looking at someone on a screen but there is also a level of intimacy there as well when you can interact vehicle to vehicle body to body um you get that's part of the interaction and this is kind of what is absent online so this is why people can get really worried about how technology is going to affect humankind but if anything sometimes when you go further into the dark you get slingshotted back into the light even further and what do i mean by that what i mean is that if we taste a full spoonful of what it's like to like miss that, if people go to a place where they do feel really lonely through technology, it's going to help them to see that they actually really are missing something. They're deficient or something. And it's going to cause them to seek out what that is. If it's human connection, if it's touch, if it's intimacy on some deeper level. Um, and then when they identify that through the suffering and through missing that, they will seek that out and find it with even greater vigor than they would have done perhaps if they didn't go through that experience of being so deficient in it for a while. 
So I see this as like part of a great unfolding and um, it's about trusting yourself and about like how you can like operate. And someone once said to me that spirituality is your connection with yourself, like your inner self. I really enjoyed that because that is an idea, because when you think about that, you realize that through technology, if we're looking at a screen all day, it's like we're transfixed or we're in a trance and it's very easy to use the screen as a way to lose that connection with yourself. Maybe you want to lose the connection with yourself because there's something there, some emotions and feeling that you can't process or something, but it's like a black hole, isn't it? Like it can, there's no end to like how much you can use and abuse technology because it will just keep firing information at you. And there comes a certain point where you just kind of go, this is just unbearable. I need to connect with myself. I need to know who I am. I need to explore myself. And um, we can do this with technology, but also technology can help us identify where we're deficient. And then it's up to us, really. It's always up to us. It's up to us how we use this. Like we say, this isn't good or bad. This is neutral. Um, so, yeah, I guess right now a lot of people are going through a dance or a journey with technology where they're, who's to say that they're overusing it, but if they find that they're deficient in something and they're feeling lonely, I'm sure that at some threshold point they're going to come back into the light if you want to use that analogy where they will seek out greater connection with other people and that's why i feel that technology can facilitate but can it replace certain intrinsic needs we have like human connection in my opinion human connection is greater than any external technology that can facilitate it because I think we use technology to connect with information with other people. Um, and we have that power within to connect with people in, it's kind of funny because it's like, we're already in a simulation talking to each other in the physical world, but then this is like the simulation within the simulation and it has its parameters and it has its limits. Um, but we're exploring and we're playing as a human race right now. Um, so what more can I say? Like we'll do it as long as it's necessary, but I feel many people already, you know, even in our generation have stepped outside of social media. Like so many people don't have like a Facebook account or an Instagram account. Uh, and a lot of people are putting it down because they're like, okay, it's like time to connect to nature. It's time to have a family. It's time to do different things. Um, so yeah i think it's dualistic and we tend to just see it from our point of view but there's so many people using technology in so many different ways and there's so many people not using it and it's like everything's okay we're all having our own unique experiences in life and technology is involved in some of them and technology is not involved in some of them and who's to say one person's life is better than the other i guess it's what you say um use it don't get abused by it yeah. Um, how much time have we got left? Uh, we're about halfway. Oh, wow. That's plenty of time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, in some ways, like, yeah, I, I want to go back to like, uh, you really wrapped it up elegantly. Um, but to me, um, if I was going to sum up in a nutshell of what you just said, it would go back to like, well, you could just replace the word technology with hammer. 
and you could, we could have the same conversation is a hammer a good or a bad thing i mean it can kill people and it can build how it can build things that we can live in and uh same thing you can do with technology or internet or whatever you want to call it right yeah absolutely like um i uh i feel like i use it i'm quite happy with my use of technology i feel like i'm using it to discover things about myself and become a better being um i could still improve on when i put it down i feel i feel i do use it a bit too much but um like i use it to zone out like um at the moment i watch friends and that's my way of like getting a hit of nostalgia but also just like kind of zoning out usually in the evenings when I could easily sit in the hammock and sit under the stars and contemplate rather than like try to switch off so that's an area that I can identify that I could improve it's become like a powerful reality for us right we can call it maybe this is a better way to explore it because I think we're onto something here and like basically our um our reality for the most part is made up from um, data um, that we interpret from a screen. So for the most part, if I go see a doctor, um, he will look up my file and he'll be like, okay, this is, this is all the things that you have. And so this is how I'm going to treat you. If I go to a lawyer or something, he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to look up the data. Okay. Someone else has had a similar case to you. This is most likely what is going to happen to you like if you go to court or whatever so um the way we interpret our reality um is mostly coming through i don't know we can call it these screens or these windows so that comes back to and i think you answered it very nicely where i sort of asked you and it was a it's kind of like a trick question really when you ask someone what is reality because i think there is no um real answer and everyone uh everyone has a different perspective to it right but i'm also i don't like the idea of like complete subjectivity i do think there is some things in our reality which are like uh objective which are the same for all of us one thing maybe that i could use as an example is uh gravity um we're always going to be attracted to um, be... I'm not a physicist. It's not the best person to ask. The best way I would explain it is if you go really high up, your weight, your mass, whatever, it's attracted down to, to the planet. Um, and But if you go... But the thing is, you can escape it. If you go out far, 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 far enough, you're not going to be... Um, you're not going to, like, eventually you will escape the gravitational pull of the earth, right? So um, maybe we all sort of have this on, like, a personal level. Maybe, like, currently uh, this this podcast is maybe on uh, ground on, on the ground level and sometimes we, we we go up and we're trying to escape the the gravitational pull. What is that? I don't know. Is it some sort of energy as more people... Um, get uh get uh affected by the ideas that we put out here does then that potentially change the trajectory and the momentum i don't know yeah i i think it does um i think every person that perceives this information that we create it's going to affect them in some way for better or worse and yeah 
everything we do, I love this idea that you could smile at someone instead of blanking them as you walk past. And, you know, that could, that could be the chain link that leads to world peace. Like, I know that's a very cliche example, yeah. world peace. Did you like, watch that movie Butterfly Effect with like Ash, Ash, Ashton That Kutcher? was that's... fucking dark, man. Like, because, yeah. yeah, it's always like kind of that, that film is always a big reference point to this idea of um, chaos theory and stuff. But um, yeah, like when I watched it, I was like, far out. That is like really intensely dark. Um, to prove that point, I don't think it needed the film needed to be that dark to prove that point, but that's the way they chose to um, go with it. But yeah, I realized like how much because when I smile at that person, that person may um, feel more connected to their fellow humans, and it may mean that they have a different interaction when they go home, and that different interaction could, uh, you know, cure polio if it was like the 1800s or whatever the heck polio was cured. Um, as opposed to reality where that wouldn't have happened. So, and, all, and it all became because one guy smiled. But we need to choose a starting point, but then there's something that would have caused him to smile, but everything's interconnected all the time. We're all in- interconnected. Um, I guess technology has accelerated that process because, uh, you know, we maybe only used to know like 200 people. Now there's like, we're connected to so many hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, we're exploring it. It's like a game we're playing. Uh, most of us yeah. are playing it. There's still people who have decided to opt out. That's totally cool. Uh, like I say, who's to say that their reality is better or worse? I guess I'm curious. I guess I'm curious about technology. I'm curious about what I can do with it. That's why I make films. That's why I have social media. I'm curious about my interactions with people through social media. Um, I'm curious about online dating. I've like met many girls and had many great times with many people through online dating that I wouldn't have met. That you would have never met them otherwise. I mean, in theory, I mean, we can't say yeah. for sure, but like, yeah. Um, so Highly unlikely. It has infiltrated, like, it has affected things. And um, Cool. It's, now it's, I think we've gotten to something, right? This is the thing that I want that, that I think we here to discuss on this podcast is, so this is idea that like certain algorithms, right? Let's call them algorithms, impact the ideas you will be exposed to and the ideas um, that I will be exposed to. So, and that's potentially for whatever reason, someone randomly might have stumbled upon this YouTube video or podcast or whatever, because of an algorithm for some reason thought that, Hey, you might want to listen to these two guys talking. Right. And the same sort of thing happens. um, An algorithm decides, Hey, you might want to meet this person. Um, and have go for a date um, and the same thing is for like Instagram and whatever content you put out and potentially you know if you put out a movie the same sort of thing applies right yeah I mean I don't know much about this stuff like a lot of people when they talk about these algorithms how like they're shaping what we see and things like that there's a lot of like fear embedded in it but like and you've introduced me to a concept called the filter bubble where like you're kept in your own like private universe based on your searches and things like that, rather than having some organic algorithm that exposes you to everything. It like kind of keeps you in this like little box of your own making online. Um, Again, like we can be afraid of these things, but it's like, I guess that's how these algorithms have been designed. And like, it still involves our participation. We still need to use these apps. And I guess, a really great simple question to ask is like, is this fulfilling me? 
is the time I'm spending on Instagram fulfilling me? Is the time I'm spending on YouTube fulfilling me? Is the time I'm spending watching friends at like 1am because I can't sleep fulfilling me? Um, yeah, you know, and then and act accordingly. And then I think we build the technology because if the answer is no, it's like, okay, well then less and less people are going to be using technology, which is there's, it waxes and wanes because many people delete all these things and stop using it. Um, like I know some people that hardly use technology at all. And, you know, I'm probably not one of those people, but I don't think I use it in the way that most people, I'm not a scroller and I've always been a lurker rather than a commenter and an interactor. So like I mess, I use yep. social media to message people very occasionally post something personal, even less often do I observe other people's stuff apart from the people very close to me. That's kind yeah. of how I use it. But then, you know, someone could go crazy looking at photos of um, people and feeling good or bad about them. And, you know, is it the technology's fault? You know, I think, again, the technology is our mirror. We are using it. I, of... I, I prefer the word window, right? Because it provides us window. Mirror is good, but like, I also like window because it provides us like with windows to like or portals to look into certain worlds. Yeah, right? I like that. And, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you literally have, like, unlimited... And almost, like, now I'm starting to feel like we're almost, like, Rick and Morty had a point, right? This is what... It enables us in a lot of way. You literally have the power to press a button and, like, we can enter the Friends universe. Press a button. Enter to the Tinder universe. <laughs> and yeah. it's just, like, like Choice. you were saying, it's up to you to be, like... Uh, conscious of the fact that you you're the decider you get to decide which universe you want to expose yourself to and yeah. be aware of the consequences of uh how it makes you feel so because, from that point uh, of I view can speak for myself right it's easy to get carried away it's easy for me to get carried away about from the things i read on twitter for example and to feel um potentially hopeless or like you know nihilism um just from the universe of data that I expose myself to. Yeah. But it's like, that's already that nihilism is already like an internal state. And then the technology, like I say, is a portal where you can exacerbate that. You can get more of that state. So if in, in a way technology is amplifying everything that we're going through right now, and that could lead to, you know, a, a level up for humankind and self-awareness as we, uh, you know, go through these experiences at a more exponential rate, because, we have these, excuse me, windows that are showing us ourselves on such an incredible level. Like some of these TV shows you see, they're so eloquent and deliberate. Like, and you just kind of go, it's like the person who made this made it for me. Like when something really clicks with you. And that is like a rapid like rise because you are then kind of thinking, well, what the hell is going on here? So there's people on the other side of the world who are making these TV shows that feel exactly the same way as me. Who am I? Who are they? What are we? You know, and these are, these are questions. So it's like, what can I say? It's an incredible moment in time, but with all this choice, we have all this responsibility and it's how we want to uh, govern. Like I, I keep myself out of trouble. Like I have to speak from what I know and I keep myself out of trouble on the internet. Cause I used to watch a lot of conspiracy theories and stuff like that. I used to get into a very, negative oh. and depressing conspiracy theories are very popular at the moment Lee. i don't know if you knew that i went through that i've been there done that and got the t-shirt and like i say i keep myself out of trouble by focusing on my art but what is my art my art's like devotion i'm devoted 
to a process and I'm following that process and it's so intriguing. It's led me, I've gone, I've opened Pandora's box. It can't close now. Um, and then I'm just following the string of pearls into this like different portal, you know, and, and I'm realizing that I'm the conscious creator of that universe as I'm going through it. So it's an incredible, and I'm using technology to make that universe, my film. Um, that's like such an incredible journey. And whenever I see, um, you know, some tantalizing conspiracy theory, for example, uh, you know, I look at that and I kind of go to jump into that window would mean I'd have to leave my other portal because they're mutually exclusive. I can't do the thing I'm doing my devotion pathway and be inspired and then go into that conspiracy portal deeply and feel rage and frustration and anxiety. And then you kind of go, ah, oh. so it's like, where is your compass? Where is your true north? And this is where I talk about spirituality, the connection you have with yourself. How do you connect to yourself? Like, I'm not saying my pathway is the way or like the right way. It's a way that I've found that since I've taken it to this point has served me in a certain way, but that's my antidote to the chaos because I have order. And then from that place of order, chaos can ensue and I can create a universe that unravels in infinite complexity, but I know why I'm doing it. And I have this state of order, this intention of why I started, which is personal to me. Um, yeah. but and other, from, other people that might be religion, that might be church, that might be like yeah. other things. That might That's be, their order. It might be why someone joins a cult even. And, and so we all look for our order. And I think if we don't necessarily have that structure or that mental acuity, we will just become a part of somebody else's plan rather than make our own plan, which is when we, I think what we're observing coming back full circle, because we've just hit half an hour. Uh, so time's up um, is a lot of us are getting lost in that sea of information because we haven't developed that mental acuity as a planet, as, as a human species. And um, we are searching for meaning. Um, and maybe this conversation will provide some guidance or meaning to some other person out there. And do you have anything to you know, conclude? Uh, if, you've, if you've enjoyed uh, looking through your window into our universe here at Lee and Nick, uh, you can help us out by subscribing, liking if you're on YouTube. We're on iTunes now, so if you leave us a, a review, um, That'd be awesome. Thank you very much for tuning in. See you next time. Sayonara.